This is Purple Radio On Demand. And we are rolling in the river. Rolling How did we get there? River. Were we washed were we washed away in the tide? Were we dropped in there in separate bags like after a mob hit? Oh were we found in the sand of Oh that is topical because Oh we dragged week... down to hell like Dr. Faustus. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to join in. <laughs> <laughs> little little quirky. Yeah. Um, no, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello and welcome well, well, to, b- welcome behind, to the behind the Stanton. Behind the Stanton podcast. Um, where well, we, we take, look, a look. take a behind look behind Ollie, St- Ollie Stanton's curtain and get a restraining order put but, against be, us. Behind Ollie Stanton and then behind the curtain, behind Ollie Stanton and then behind the curtain into the theatre. Yes. I'm so confused. So am I. We're just going with it. Yeah, okay. let's roll with it. So um, um, should we introduce ourselves quickly? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am um, Dr. Faustus. Yes. I was dragged into hell recently. I gave my soul away for mm. a real life Grogu. How'd that go for you? I Is got it all right? real life Grogu for 24 years. Yeah, that's okay then. 20 and 4 score. That's decent. That's yeah. decent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, I am the manager of Diggerland. Uh, hey! <laughs> we have the manager of Diggerland live with us. Yes. Um, why haven't you replied to our Instagram message? Why have you not replied to my DM? I hearted I your just, message. I'm, I'm li- I I'm slipped too much. into the Diggerland DM. Um, I'm we <laughs> we I'm slipped slip- into I'm your DM. I'm slipping into too many DMs at the moment to keep track of them all. Oh my god, the Diggerland oh god. manager's a whore. <laughs> the Diggerland <laughs> prostitute. And who are you? Oh Jesus, man, I don't like this every week. I'm Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who started, You're the one who started it. it. I know I started it, but I can't. I can't. Like we've run out of um, big names at Josephine Butler. Yeah. We're not of Jobo Beanox. And no, we haven't. Have give, we not? Um, um, I am the rabbits that I see on my walk. Mm. And then I'm, I'm here with the. <laughs> I'm here with the, the fox. <laughs> I'm the. Fell down. <laughs> fell down the foxhole. See, I'm here with with the rats of Walla. Walla rats. I'm the rabbit, and they're the rats. That's oh no, 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 no! I have been assigned. I, I am um, big news in my life. I am now the um, JCR publicity officer for 2022 to 2023, hey. and therefore. Um, uh, the the corporate line is that there are no rats at Wooler. Um, there there is no there is no war. There is no rats. You, you're um, taking down all of the previous mentions of rats on the podcast. Yes. No. Well, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Nate. There have been no mentions of rats. Um, someone um, hasn't seen the illegal rat mob. All we all we have are beautiful little rabbits. Yes. Um, rabbits. Oh, rabbits. <laughs> but rats, we have none. No. <laughs> Nate. Foul noise. <laughs> Let's cut this one off before it continues. Um, so well, we, I was acting scared like a like a frightened child. <laughs> oh no! So we went oh, to quite yes. a few different productions this week. Didn't yeah, we, we, we have, have been, as Seeing we as always it's been are. Summative week as well. Not for me. I do English. We don't. Yeah, you'll stay easy. I've yeah. I've I've had all my summatives in January history and February. Su- history summatives. One it's been on like Monday, what one a on mental Friday. two weeks. Yeah, it's been tough. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. There is that I you uh, the the avid listeners of us. Yeah, will have noticed. I'm too close to the microphone. Um, the avid listeners of Behind the Curtain will have noticed that um, we released the like, the previous episode only nearly days before this re- this one was released. Um, yes, and it, it featured content advertising plays that had all already been on. We've we've been struggling. We've we been struggling. we are behind, but we think that it's still the content is still interesting. It's um, definitely still give it a listen. Definitely, yeah, 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 yeah no, definitely, because it's, it's I think it's interesting to know what the um, the actors and the um, prod team of those plays wanted to put into the plays. And if you went to see them, even better, because you know what they and were thinking before. And also, it's end of term. Give us a break. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> we're, we're choosing Give me a Kit Kat. Kit Kat, don't sponsor us right now. But. Oh my. But the amount of to. shout out No, if we need a sponsor, I'm going to be honest. If, I am if we're gonna, begging. If we're going to afford I, that Dig- Diggerland play. Diggerland will come and sponsor us. Yes, I, have, I've sold I will sell my are body we, and soul. In terms of our radio. Have. Yeah, in terms no, of our purple yeah, radio contract, are we allowed? To what? To To have a sponsor? Ooh. I don't think so. Not an interesting question. So but Purple I will Radio, find out the answer. <laughs> Purple Radio need to know it's a bit. <laughs> Purple Radio, it's not a bit. Please get us a sponsorship. Yeah, we want a sponsorship. Um, not enough said about the fact that you were dragged into hell. No, I was. It was quite fun. I uh, I met Lucifer. I met yeah. all of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Um, Sloth was the best one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Should we explain later yes. why? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in, in fa- a moment. And in fairness. 
It was quite. It was all right. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I I hear mixed messages about hell. Some people say it's great. Some people say it's like the best night of their life. Some people say it's just you know, it, it was it was. <laughs> just it go was to Clute on a Sunday. Upsetting. <laughs> Clute Sunday. Hell on earth. Hell on earth. It's not. I. Like, it's actually Clute, quite Clute fun, Sunday's but Clute vibes. Sunday hungover is hell on earth. <laughs> Shout out to alcohol, the cause of and solution to. All of life's problems. Um, speaking of clubs. Speaking of clubs, where have you been to a club recently, Nate? Yeah, I I'm went. not talking about going to Jimmy's and spending the whole time in the bar rather than in, no, on the dance no, floor. We wouldn't no. ever bring that up. I'm talking about another fancy club you might have gone to. Yeah. What club did you go to, Nate? I went to Fabs. Fabs. To go and see Mojo. Ooh. Which I absolutely adore. We had a wee day seat reserved. Me, yes. me and Rosa I have, I, are devastated that we couldn't go to this and I watch have never felt a... more miserable than being backstage at Faustus and watching everyone else go to Mojo. Um and knowing that I had just missed my that my boat had gone. The yeah. boat had left. There was no there was, was, no, there was were, no more they Mojo. Sold, they sold Ents tickets. Yeah, I know. There was no more Mojo for me. It was so good. I know. Um, no, don't. I'm no. gonna cry. <laughs> Not only did I'm bringing out a sign here. Yeah. Not only did they make us reserved for behind the curtain sign. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Audio gag. Audio gag. Um, What's that oh. say? Reserved behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh, that's we're on the framing chair. that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It, okay, it's a piece of paper that has reserved for behind the curtain. I love that. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Very um, nice of you. And. It was maybe the favorite, my favorite thing that I've seen at Durham. Yeah, you really? messaged me at the interval being so, like, Rachel, this is so good. So let's go yes. then. What, what, what was so good about it? Okay. Do you want to give a brief explanation yes. of what the play so was on them? It is set in the kind of, it's the ownership of this club. Mm. The spoilers. Um, the club's owner kind of involved in like, or, it's sort of like implicitly involved in organized crime. It never like yeah. outrises it, but it's sort of like yeah. uh, London club in the sort of, 60s 50s mm. i think 50 yes yeah, it's around like it's 50s mobsters isn't it yes yeah, yeah. 50s mobsters and their boss is killed over a sort of contract mm. with this singer and then it's like these incompetent kind of it's it's like one competent blo- uh player not uh, i think woman in this production um sort of trying to hold it together mm. a little bit um when everyone she's surrounded by is either yeah, insane yeah. <laughs> or a complete idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so, my, I think my favourite performance was um, Kit Redding. Mm. Played either Pots or Sweets. I think Sweets. Mm. This is the sort of double act of real... Yeah, you mentioned the double act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know in... There's a dynamic in, like, shows where there's, like, the two idiots... The like mm. real low class, yeah, yeah, the r- low status yeah, 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 ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, goobs. Yes, yeah. but no, but then, but but they're not the goobs because there's someone who thinks they're a higher status, but he's in reality actually lower. lower status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there was that one, and then there was the actual one in charge. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, it was also um, I think Archie. Was it, it wasn't student written, was it? No, it's, no, it's written by Jez Butterworth, Jeff who Hull. wrote my favorite program, Britannia. Yes, the sc- um, he also wrote Jerusalem, which is on in London next mm. year, and I'm desperately. If anyone listening to the podcast wants to come to London with me to see Jerusalem, I'll need people to come. So um, thanks for just not yeah. asking us. So yeah, no, we, <laughs> play, we, play, we famously hate theatre here. <laughs> yeah, so um, Kit and I think yeah, I think it's Kit and Archie as Swats and Swats and Pete, Swats and Pete, Swats and Pete. Basically. The first 10, 15 minutes, I think, was just them on stage as stuff is sort of happening in the background. Yeah. And it's yeah. just it's so funny. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Kit just constantly sort of in the background, like, just doing coke. <laughs> and then, no, but not in a way that it's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. really well done. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favourite line was just when everyone had just talked about their piss being black. <laughs> no, the, the, the first line of the... Wait, what? No, 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 no. The first line of the play is like, oh... Is he comes on and he's like, oh, uh, I, won't, I don't remember exactly, but it's like, oh, don't do any more of the white ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, just don't do white ones. And then like five times it comes back of someone that is leaving the stage is like, oh, my fucking piss. <laughs> my, my piss is black. And he goes, oh, it's the white ones. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's funny because I know that's what it is like with Jez Butterworth. I think he did like a lot. He was like a big clubbing guy, you know what yeah. I mean? In like the kind of like the 80s. And yeah. a lot of his stuff in like sort of his, like that's what Britannia is so good for is that it's like it's set. This is a plug for Britannia as well. Yeah. Uh, it's on Sky. Um, it's like kind of set in like the sort of Roman Britain, like Britain when the Romans are invading Britain. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like it's just it's it's both like very funny. Yes. Um, and like sort of quite irreverent and also like super psychedelic. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's on drugs in it. And yeah. so it's like sort of it's got but it's really clever the way they do that. So yeah. 
Um, plug for Jess Bloodworth. Yes. Anyway, um, what did you think? Um, like, because it was what was the, what? How did the fabs work? How did fabs work? Really, so well. Yeah. It worked so well being at a bar. Yeah. Because it yeah. was like made sense. It was like oh, it's set in like a. Club. Yeah. How, how were you, how were the seats set round? It was like interesting about that. So seats were set at the front. Mm. It was like. It was like watching a stage performance, but the stage is just really authentic. Mm, but okay. and also it's really intimate, really close. Mm. You have like rows and rows of liquor bottles back. Like that's yeah. the backdrop. Um, it's just it was a vibe. All the lighting was cl- like flash yeah, lighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no like theatre spotlights or anything like there that. There were a couple set up, but it was like what they could get from the AR. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it was it's it just it's that thing that works for fa- works for Faustus as well, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it had an ambiance, ambiance, whatever the yeah, 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 yeah. Because of how, like the atmosphere, the environment, and even having like just people sort of quite crammed in with each other in the audience because not that much space. Yeah, of course. Really good, and yeah. also they used the like sort of second floor well. Yeah, yeah, because um, there's two levels to it, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also the third, I would do third performance is Mimi. I think it's Mimi mm. as Baby. Yes. Was genuinely just couldn't look away from yeah, that performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Like, the sort of the the unhinged one mm. that when it gets really really violent quite suddenly yeah it's like oh it this this has been a joke yeah like it's been a joke oh I love that when she when she's sort of like chasing one of the blokes around with like a sword like sort of has yeah. got a sword and is using it loads and then suddenly in a moment of thing just shoot someone yeah and then I love it's so good oh my god that's what I desperately if anyone listening wants to put on accident of an anarchist and cast me as the maniac I really really love um, I did that as a kind of like um, sort of like as a sort of duologue well it wasn't duologue because there's a number of characters but like a section type thing yeah. um, in 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 um, college where like I really like a, the, that point in the play where the point of the maniac is that he's like the daft one yeah um, then- and then he does the bit where he's um, like sort of um He's saying, oh, so like, you know, when you tortured the guy who was laughing, was he? He thought it was funny. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's a joke or whatever. And the maniac starts like sort of pretending to torture himself and beat himself up, yeah. but like laughing while he does it. And it goes from being like sort of like, oh, isn't this funny? The maniac pretending to beat himself up to like, he actually, like, I really like doing it because you actually physically then are like really in a quite insane manner, like beating yourself up. And then you're like, cr- and then and like, like laughter can turn to crying. So then you're crying. Yeah. And then they're just watching it all happen. Yeah. And then at the end of it, there's like a pause and they're like, we thought you were on our side. And then you suddenly realize, oh no, wait, this maniac is like actually going to do something. He's like genuinely quite dangerous. Yeah. Um, what chat for Rosa in the streets? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no it's, 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 it's wait, acting, what, darling. What, it's what, acting. It's not me. What's the play there's, there's no play called that. You've imagined it, Rosa. <laughs> Dude, this, all, this was, this was this, like sort of when, when, when the exams got cancelled in 2020 and I was like, sort of, I was at home by myself. I, me and my friends did a scene from Accidents with Anakin. No, um, I, it actually happened, guys. Yeah, uh, I was there. The script is written in in blood on on all of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Any any final words for Mojo? Um, shout out to the bought license plate from The Simpsons above Fab's bar. Yes, Re- there's a this uh, is just a Fab. There's shout a gag out. in The Simpsons uh, where. Bart is searching for a license plate with his name on and they have Bert, Bort. They have all that, like, he goes, oh, Bort, who's named Bort? And then there's, like, three Borts in the store. And they had that license yeah, plate. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. And shout out to the bloke that, that recognised my J. Cole shirt. Nice, there you go. The I think Nate, Nate's found his home in, in Fabs. Oh, that is deeply I've never been to Fabs upsetting. I have not been to Fabs. I think Bailey kids tend it's to, go to the ba- go to Fabs Bailey more. Kids. Yeah. Well, well, it's just because it's far not... away from us, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. it's also there's certain there's like sort of culturally within the colleges there's places that people tend to go just yes. like automatically ours? without thinking. Where's, where's Hill? Well, we That's not a bar, no. Oh, okay, bar. It's not, I don't know if we there's a bar that we particularly go to. The there's just no, there's some city it's pub. Not, it's, yeah, yeah. It was oh, not, we love city pub. That's all. Shout out to the city pub. My queens. If they want to sponsor us, they already you, sponsor me. They sponsor. Ever, they sponsor my messy lifestyle. If you ever want to find me, Nate and Rosie, you'll find us in City, city Inn. Bar. Right, it's, 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 called, it's actually called the City Inn. Oh, Thank you, guys. Drinking the seventy-six right, percent rum. It's right next to um, Half Moon. Yes. We will be there. Dad from Albert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After a lecture pop-in, we'll be there. 11 a.m. Absolutely. 11 Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, there, you know, I think there are some places that, like, just are, like, sort of... I don't, 
<laughs> laughing. Yeah, sorry, absolutely. Got absolutely. Me. I don't know if it's so... Shout out to Melissa and Jacob. <laughs> I don't know if it's so literal as like sort of, you know, there's one bar that you go to on the mm. hill, there's one bar you go to if you're on the Bailey. Yeah. I just think there's some places that like... Cause the you old, gravitate. Well, the, the older ones there tend to go like, oh yeah, we, we're going to go to Fabs as a group. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I've just never been with anyone who said, do you want to go to Fabs? No. And do you want to go to Fabs? Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Well, okay. I'll just... I'll go no you can't come yeah girls only um girls only um yes yeah no i went and saw a really good play so i'm the winner while you while you were drinking while you were drinking your booze and um and uh, we went to greek guy actually and going to greek guy i was um watching mojo well we also watched blood wedding which is fantastic so yeah should we go to blood wedding now yeah that was a that was a quick link wasn't it yeah yeah might as well keep it yeah Make it worth it. Jump on those on that so train. If you, yeah. if you haven't heard our podcast about seeing the sand, go we and got sand. Why? Why and haven't you, will you now listened understand to our podcast? Why, why there is a video last week of Rosa on our Instagram yeah. stealing sand from the stage and then I would argue it was not stealing. I would argue it was a, I did, a uh, gift given in good faith. Nancy um, like sort of saw me get on the stage, told me to take my shoes off, I did, um, and then left, which meant that the poor stage manager... <laughs> <laughs> was like, what's going was on right now? A um, either a producer or a stage yeah. manager. I don't know. I don't know what. Role she was, was like, what are you doing? Yes, yeah, she. she and you were just like, she was briefly concerned as to why there was a person on the. Oh, it was Carrie, wasn't it? Um, but it, yeah, Carrie With was a concerned. Container stealing the sun. Yes, why? Why somebody had take, come to take the sun? It's for the script. Um, it's for the yes. <laughs> it's for my 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 psych out monologue. Um, we need to put that in a house next year. The sand. Yes. No, I'm planning on it. I'm gonna go. We're gonna put it in a nice bottle. Around and we're the, ca- keep around it. the cow skull. Yeah. 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 yeah and the donkey statue. Oh, yeah. God. We're gonna get a. Um, oh, yeah. Really anyway. Um, so the uh, so blood wedding. Yes. Fantastic. So I, as we'd said last week, there was lots of ideas about it. It was partly physical theatre. It was um, partly just like sort of very naturalistically it was acted. My type of thing. I, yeah. I, love, really, I, I was saying to Rose actually the other day because um, I think you like more naturalistic kind of. Styles. Yeah. And Nate, I know Nate does as well. But I love it where instead of putting across a particular moment in time, you're putting toward you're putting out to the audience, you're expressing an opinion or an emotion. Yeah. Or, a, or a, like a type of feeling. Mm. And that when that's not conveyed through logical words or logical like you're not seeing something logical, I like that because I get what, thoughts yeah. and emotion yeah. isn't logical. Yeah. And it reflects that really well. And I, that's why I love um, I, I love absurdist theatre. I love um, physical theatre. Yeah. Because it puts across that idea of emotion. That- yeah. See, I what I do like though is that I I think I I wouldn't say I particularly prefer naturalistic plays. Mm. Um, the plays that I like are very kind of like sort of quite big. But what I like is um, doing something big and over the top or like non naturalistic, but having um like sort of very 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 naturalistic acting within that. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like that's just a stylistic choice yeah um that's very like that's what i like um i did think uh, to be fair there was like it was um there was a there was a difference in the way people interpreted this play the actors themselves you know what i mean there was a couple that did that a couple that did what you were saying mm. um i thought it, it all worked really well together it came together really coherently mm. um in terms of like sort of are we starting with that thing or are we going to the look of it first um what did you feel like? i i was i look the look of it it was the, sh- it was the she said about sheets incredible she? so it was like it was the all beginning. Oh, I, yeah. it was all white oh, so um and all the background was white as well because they had to put white take like like sort of stuff down like for the yeah stuff. for the um the sand to come on so it yeah. had the sand then on top of that um and then it just was like sort of um they, they use like occasional colored lights um mm. and they had the two sheets and it had like kind of like a, a, a an orange glow behind it it was like, a, it, was like it. a washing line across the stage with two yeah. sheets on the side that uses kind of extra wings yeah and then people would use like little like sort of bits of like sort of fabric to kind of like you know and that as would be, little, it'd be it babies would be the, the or women, it'd be something like the else chorus, yeah um what doing the washing yeah like yeah definitely and it was like sort of yeah it was just really like sort of really really cool and like there's so many moments uh, especially once it got to the second half i really got into i could see that like what nancy was talking about in terms of the um the kind of it's a mixture like the cabaret or the camp like sort of like you know sort of drag ballroom type mm, thing yeah um it was like you it kind of um, the first act ended and it had been quite natural and then it came in the second act and it was all like sort of like sort of neon colored lights you know what i mean that kind of like that blue and pink and that kind of thing mm. and um it was three of the actors came on 
um dressed in kind of like sort of you know almost like like corsets with big like sort of like 20s like sort of colored things and little like sort of stickers on them and like the hair all done in like like and the makeup in like huge bright mad colors and that kind of thing um it was really really cool and the costumes from then on were just incredible hadaya shout out to Hadaya, i really loved his role as the moon mm. um and he yes. looked in- incredible um he had like sort of well. yeah he had like this kind of gorgeous like red velvet gown on and a like a sort of like a kind of like a light shawl as well and he had like it's like a, a little crown of like sort of like a laurels in his hair mm. and like glitter all over him and he just did like this kind of like this huge sort of like monologue in a very like sort of it was a, it was it was all very campbell very dramatic the whole play i felt like sort of quite over the top and it worked so well it was mm. so cool um and it had real but it had real emotion i loved his monologue because it went from the being like sort of like you know like large and to being like genuinely really desperately emotional yeah but he's very he's a very good actor he's very very cleverly done um and yeah so all of the kind of like you know the, like i say um snapshot moments you know lots yeah. sna- lot of snapshot moments um which was fantastic um can i yeah. say my favorite part of the whole production i think was the very beginning when they had two different couples which mm. had the, the, the two couples are the focus of the of the play and it was just them the girl coming the bride coming on and then the like the put there was a bit of yeah a bit of like, cheating funny in business this, yeah a bit of funny business in the relationship so have, the have husband we, of the other have couple. we endorsed cheating in this podcast before um only for women only for women yeah continue sorry <laughs> just, just um, company line the bride came on and brushed her feet I noticed a lot actually the actors like brushed their feet round in the mm. sand they I had a motif like, there was a motif the of like the kind of pointing the toe out and around a bit like a curtsy mm. um, and it was like sort of moving the sand and it was very cool yeah and then um, the other guy came on and this happened to both of the couples that they uh, it was an odd sort of um, physical theatre dancey yeah it was where brilliant they're, they're putting their hands around each other mm. and it was it was very intimate but, yeah, and it was almost like I felt like I was intruding. Yeah, but it wasn't like you know they weren't like kissing. It was yeah, just, it, was it was like the way they were acting with each other and like each other's movement around each. And other it was incredible because really it was all mime, wasn't it? You know, mm. yeah. it's like all entirely and like just, sort of like unspoken start, for the first like sort of five. They, minutes. they didn't start speaking until yeah. like ten minutes in, five minutes. Yeah, it, and I was in there being like, is it? Is the whole play like? Yeah, I could, I could have watched <laughs> the whole play like that, but yeah, yeah no, it was really really good. I would say the especially at the beginning. Um, Adela's performance mm. was incredible. Like the, the amount, the very beginning with the unspoken, yeah. um, the amount of emotion on yeah. her face oh, she, yeah, was yeah, incredible. Definitely. I was just drawn to her. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, she she really stood out to me. I really liked the um. I I had two shout outs of um, the what? Let me find them now. We got it here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love the visuals of the program as well. Definitely. The little, oh no, the all the shots. yeah, all the visuals have been incredible. Um, oh, I was gonna also, say the neighbor Tansy is the neighbor. Oh yes. Um, I thought she was really, really good. She Which felt one was the, oh, she yes. really, she really yeah. got ahead around the kind of um, the dialogue. It, it, she made it sound very natural. Mm. I, I really liked that and because the servant it's hard. Was hilarious. Um, <laughs> servant. Yes, I think. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was her and the servant. Um, were so my that's, like that's sort of my two favorites. Yeah, definitely, they were fantastic. Um, because again, like they really kind of. Um, I felt like they'd kind of they, they they sort of they got their heads around a script, which is like I I did say like I think it's difficult with a translation yeah, of this, Spanish yeah. because it's it it sounds a bit stilted and unnatural, and it can be an instinct to try and like just do something completely different with it. But if you actually look, there are yeah. cues as to what he wants it to to be like. You know, it, w- yeah. it would be quite natural if it was in Spanish. So like sort of um, to be able to do that to to put on a character that is similar to the character he's trying to get at, yeah. I think is really really well done. Yeah. Um, you know, it's quite different. It's, it's like it's like Shakespeare in its own way you know what I mean because it's like sort of it's a different syntax and everything but like yeah I thought it was really really um, really cool mm. definitely speaking of cool speaking of cool how cool is Sin? Sin? I quite like Sin I would argue that I think Sin is bad yeah so we yeah. went to go see Faustus I went to go see it twice I could not dedication I saw yeah. it three times that's simply because I was in the car she was yeah. in Faustus I say I went to go see it twice I had a debacle <laughs> <laughs> where I, I was on a field trip and um, the, I got back late so I came was, to Hildbead late actually so the it was very odd the setting in that it was at Caveman Hall if anyone's yes. been there and instead of us performing on the stage like in Maiden Dagenham shout yeah. out to Maiden Dagenham why are you saying <laughs> out Maiden Dagenham Rachel oh I love Maiden Dagenham anyway um, we performed in the 
what's like on the floor, basically. The on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was it's like a hall. If you if you and if you listen to this, you probably will have done some le- level of drama club. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it, you know how you you're in a hall and yeah. there's a stage and you're on the floor and there's tape on the floor and at the end of it you have to take all the tape up. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Imagine that, but yeah. it's a play. And there's a little um, it was soiled a, bed in the corner. It was a thrust stage, so it was like an audience with a semicircle around us. Yeah. yeah. And the actors entered from like the stage, like the curtain of the stage. Yeah. yeah. And then the entrance where the audience came through the door. Yeah, the main doors. And I was stood at the door waiting for my entrance. And uh, I Rosa, rocked up. Rosa and our friend come in. I, Olivia was there as well. I didn't want to enter given that that is entering from the wings. And I didn't want to... Um, enter from the wings. Enter from the wings. Also, there was so an element... just stood that backstage, like, yeah. chatting. I was everyone. just talking to the cast. Um, there was an element where... Um, really behind the curtain, though. Properly behind the curtain. I had to tell a couple of people to be... It was um, sort of... Um, tea time at um, Hildbead. So I had to tell a couple of people to be quiet. You know what I hated, though? <laughs> it was standing outside, because it's like the... The entrance where I was waiting in the wings is where everyone walks past yeah. to dinner. Yeah, so yeah. I'm there in Rose's dressing gown. Thank you, yeah, Rose, for yeah. me that dressing gown. It's okay. I'm she got blood got, on it. I'm sorry I got blood all over it. That's okay. Not my blood. No. Whose blood? Faustus's. Faustus's blood. <laughs> Faustus's blood. Um, and everyone was just like walking past me. As you know, Sylvie had it worse. She was in like a little prostitute dress. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry, moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a cool outfit, by the way. Yeah. Very cool Very outfit. Very valid. Oh, oh, there's that's Helen, gonna be... Helen of Troy Mount. Will be, and I love, yeah. I love how that. she casually had that in her wardrobe. Legend. Yeah, no, I um, I think there's an element as well where like, and this again will help feed into the review of the show. I didn't want to come in because there was only two seats available and they were in the front row. And the way that the uh, acting was done was that they had um, like sort of the set... Um, was like sort of there was no set really other than a bed um, a chair um, and then there was some books and pages torn out of the books on a kind of like along the semicircle at like your feet as yeah. the audience in the front row there was two um, and they would often be used by like the characters you know like coming up and kind of like sort of reading through them or leaping yeah. through them or writing yeah, yeah. them go on uh, no sorry um, and there was because it was all set in a mental asylum it was yes. a, con- a different kind of interpretation yeah yeah it was like a modern interpretation modern of Faustus interpretation. very very clever um, Emily Brown who directed it was very yes. clever in her way of um, adapting this yes definitely and what I was just going to say with the setting is the en- the doors for Faustus's room yeah was marked by lanterns and I just loved mm. that they had lanterns on either side yeah just like yeah, yeah. yeah it was very nice it looked really cool but it like was, um, was... but yeah but it meant that therefore <laughs> I could not have yeah. entered <laughs> without kind of like sort of you know, like sort of like, well, like, yeah, like, like well, skulking in, and then like, you know, while Ben's like crying on the floor, just like, oh, sorry, like, oh. Ste- step on a couple of box papers, don't mind me, you know, and then sit front row. All the, oh yeah, all the, all the, all the acting was done very much to like sort of up to the front row. They yeah, were at your was, feet, it was you know very what I mean? Intimate. Like at one point, they put um, what's it called, like Hawaii flower rings. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some demons that come on and put those on the stu- on the audience on the audience. There's confetti put over the audience, you know. So it, yeah. they're very, it's very intimate. They're very yeah <laughs> so so i couldn't i couldn't have entered um so instead i went to uh, the bar thinking oh i know when the interval is because everyone will come into the bar and forgetting the it's a matinee performance with everybody's parents there and so nobody was going to the bar of course they're not drinking at four they're normal people um who aren't at university and so then um, so I, I enter like, i missed the interval i come backstage the end of the interval yeah and Rose is like, no, <laughs> no, 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 Rose, you idiot! Oh god! <laughs> and so I went. We went and chilled in the um, the prop, like sort of like the dressing room. And then the the cast encouraged me to go onto the, the kind stage. of well, like the, the, there's a the stage, the the stage the section at the back yeah. where all the kind of lights and stuff like that was, and it was great because it gave me a different angle. Mm. So she was just um, so I was just sat cross legged at the edge of the stage behind all the audience, um, and it did was good because it didn't disturb anyone basically. But it was really, I really liked it but because there's this, a reason that reviewers like say the kind of like the platinum ones or the bubble ones here move seats in the second half do they yeah. they do I see we it a lot we were generally certain that the bubble reviewers had just gone and left yeah. <laughs> and just moved. yeah yeah no yeah, no sometimes they move seats because it gives them some not everyone does it but a lot of times they do it because it gives them a different impression I didn't think about that yeah that's yeah, 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 yeah. for guys and dolls oh yeah we swapped around didn't we yeah 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 so um, um but I'm I'm kind of glad you had that 
experience yes. on the stage because it's given us given us the idea and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk about how we're gonna change next term the little yeah. podcast but it's given us the idea of perhaps watching a few of the performances backstage yeah we'd like to watch a couple yeah we, we, yeah, we wanna, basically we want to switch up the way we do things like what we want to yeah. do is sometimes we might um go and interview people after a production has happened mm. rather than before it happens yeah we might Which um, we, are doing we might go and watch programs next um episode. yeah we might go and watch programs from uh, like sort of like programs i say like watch you know the sort of our program shows from behind the scenes um and like sort of um to, to get that angle of it um and then we'll watch them traditionally you know in a similar way to the way we switch up where we do our interviews and that kind of thing yeah like we switch it all up um but yeah i really it'd be um, really interesting watching it from the wings and getting yeah it really, definitely really involved in it and it's really given a behind the her curtain experience yeah to the physically behind, physically the, behind curtain. the curtain, behind the curtain. <laughs> peeping out big fan of that um faustus was incredible yes, though I, I think it was a sort of it's one I'm, of the, my so favourite plays that I've watched him yeah it was very yeah. very well done it was a very good very strong cast and a yeah. very like sort of very well directed it, I found it very amusing yeah. pretty much the entire cast not everyone but most of the cast and most I think most of the prod team as well were first year English students <laughs> yeah literally and I think it was just because we, obviously we study for, um, Dr. Yeah. in first year of English and I don't think you knew the, about a it a lot of people yeah. who, who don't study English would have really like, understood the text yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were just like really nerdy about it yeah 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 no i thought so let's start like sort of from the beginning i thought it was very 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 good yes um Do there you was a quick overview of what faustus is if people don't know yes yeah, so dr faustus is a play about a man um who is kind of very uh, he's a genius he's clever um and he kind of his he's ego a, grows beyond that he's a doctor Who'd know? What, it's Dr. Faustus? No, um, I, know, I know, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, so he, he's... he's and he's, 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 he kind of studies um, all sorts, but he kind of... He wants more. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always that typical, like, sort mm -hmm. of... It's it's based off of um, Forced, isn't it? So it's yeah. that, like, I that it, traditional, like, almost folktale, leading back to the folktale idea of, like, don't get too big for your boots. Yeah. In every culture. Knowledge. He wants to... Yeah. In every culture, they say, don't get too big for your boots. And, um, and it, so he kind of, um, and he also is kind of like, sort of like doubtful of the idea of heaven and hell and that kind of thing. Yes. He makes a deal um, with a demon because um, he gets obsessed with the idea of um, dark magic um, and like the idea that that will grant him further knowledge. Mephistopheles comes um, and um, grants him whatever he wants for 24 years. And then... Am I right? And yes. not endless knowledge. So he gets all that. He wastes it all. Why do you know this play better than I do? I am. Yeah, I read about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so... And then uh, and then at the end of those 24 years, um, he's very regretful. Yeah. Because he feels he has wasted the opportunity he was given and he wishes he'd never sold his soul to the, to Lucifer. But of course, and then it was too late. He is yeah. dragged into hell. And he, uh, and he never changes... No. It's the, the angels that are like, you've got to change them. It's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Is predestination true? What do you think, Nate, <sighs> on the podcast? Do you think God, if there is a God, do you think that he knows exactly what is going to happen to us? Do you think Faustus was, or was made by God to end in that way? Or do you think that Faustus had a choice and he chose to end up that way? I think unless... You I get into really pernickety terms of like the oh no one ever chooses anything yeah it's all present. I think he chooses he chooses I think he chooses yeah he chooses I, well I think they're going to be an element of both together yeah, yeah. You, you choose it but in the end it is fate because the future is marked mm, See, that's interesting in my in my essay that I wrote mm. partly on Faustus I framed it very as a choice that yeah. he's, he actively because he I don't know because he regrets it he regrets it and he also he I don't know. But he did God can't... not make him that way? Did he not make him of the personality that he well, yeah, was Yeah, but in, in, which case that, in which case everything ever is predetermined and that's where, like... Yeah. To a certain, that's where... But that's not really the message no. of Faustus. No. I think the message of Faustus is like, um, don't do deals with the devil. Yeah. If Pretty I'm, much. If, I, if I'm going to break it down for the <laughs> listeners, it's that the devil is bad. You've learned a lot, Nate, in your week in hell. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, haven't had a week in hell. The sins are pretty good. <laughs> Sinning know. is good, devil so, bad. So back to sloth. Back to sloth. <laughs> yeah. So um, right, I'm trying to figure out what we should say about this first. I think let's uh, do set. Ben, uh, so we've okay. we talked about set. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm do set. Let's we do can set. do acting in a sec. Um, so yeah, we've done we've done uh, we've talked about the set. Um, there was an element of it, the bit that they were talking about that were non-naturalistic. I really really liked. Um, mm. I felt that the um, there was there was moments where because the whole palette of it. 
was because it's Caderman Hall, so you've got like the dark brown of the floor, yeah. then you've got white of the walls. Massive ceiling. Massive, light. huge, massive ceiling, mm. and then the kind of the white of the lights, and then books. And that was pretty much, it was like a brown, gray, dark to yes. white color aesthetic. Yes. Um, and like sort of, and it was very, they, were, they had a lot of underscoring, eerie essentially yeah. it was like a, there was an eerie sense to it and time moved in a slightly strange way as you imagine it would in an asylum you know what i mean um you were like cut off a little bit from the outside world which meant that there was these moments where the demons came in where they were summoned and they very often came in in this huge cloud of like energy you know yeah they like sort of came on and they like sort of like you know had like sort of like pink sparkly cowboy hats and like you know when mephistopheles first offers like faustus everything you know um he says yes and the demons come on and they give him like a kind of um the crown the they give him the crown which I, lo- I love a crown in yep. something very specific but I love a crown and they also <laughs> gave him um, like the kind of um, yeah the Hawaiian like sort of like sort yeah. of flower necklaces um, and then they threw confetti over the audience there was like colourful confetti so that was the flashes of colour yeah. which is an interesting message because it's it, I, I interpreted it as Faustus is in the asylum he's got a very very busy brain He's like, you know, obviously if he's, a, if he's a genius, you know, it's gonna, he's, he's putting all this effort into like sort of like all of his study, but you're robbed in that asylum sense, you know, yeah. of like, uh, all, and like the prison sense of anything, yeah. you know, any experiences. And so when his mind conjures up the demons, part of what makes it so attractive is that he's so bored. What can I do? I am a figment of your imagination. But acting, shall we go for? Yes. Yes. Are we starting with Ben? Yeah. Well, yeah. you, you got it. It's Faustus. Let's start, you got it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're sorry, Faustus. Firstly, the amount of lines. So many yes. Lines. <laughs> the, the, lines. the amount of lines in, like, kind of, in, in like, a different language, kind of. Yeah, yeah. In, like, a kind of, six, in 600-year-old yeah, English. Like. Definitely. But it almost goes without saying. It was an incredible yes, performance. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. It was part of the reason I went back to go see it. It's because yeah. I wanted to see that performance again. Um, it sort of, like, you know, he's very good at... Again, it was a bit like what I was saying with Blood Wedding. He gets his head around the lines. He knows what he's saying. There's also an element, I think, where you've got to with verse, um, whether it's like sort of with Shakespeare or with like sort of Marlowe, you've got to kind of let your mouth run away with you a little bit. Yeah, you, you can't, can't act it you can't, you, you can't, can't, yeah, you can't, yes. You can't act every word. Because the words do speak, yeah. for, speak for themselves. Exactly. So you've kind of got to be acting and then talking and you've got to just keep talking and, and get your rhythm going. He's good, at, he's, he's good at getting a rhythm going with that. Yeah. I thought that was really, really good. I really liked it. I liked the um, the the way that that I, I noticed that he felt that he was, I think I've spoken, I've spoken about it a lot before with the different actors, but like that he was the same character all the way through. Yeah. The way that he suffered when he started regretting it was very much the Faustus that he had set up in the beginning. Yeah. It was a very specific man. Um, and we knew his personality and we knew what he was like, you know. Yeah. Um, and he kind of like sort of, he got the kind of the, the sort of like the, the arrogance, but also the kind of the kind of the the frustration, I think, yeah. came through, which again feeds into my idea about like, you know, the kind of the boredom element. Yeah. He was, he was like sort of just as much as he was like an arrogant man, he was a frustrated man, mm. you know what I mean? He was kind of like sort of that kind of led him to be quite like sort of, you know, um, he's like sort of, he needs something to do with his brain. Yeah. That was my second favorite performance. My favorite was Sloth. I will, I will <laughs> that Rachel that. played Sloth, Thank by the you way. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm going to finish on that. Is that saying like, um, yeah, I thought that like sort of the um, the breakdown was very good. Yes. Um, the sort of like sort of Faustus's kind of like sort of like meltdown. Um, very specific. Should we talk about the Helen and Troy scene? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. That was one of my favorites. That was my favorite. Yes, I think I, that that might have been my favorite scene. I don't I, know. I kind of wish I had seen it because obviously I was yeah in it and didn't really see. Some it's of the about a lot of it's about the build up. I watched yeah. it again on obviously on like I was there for it on yeah. the kind of the Friday, um, no the Saturday, sorry, and um, like sort of and it worked just as well. But I think it what really like sort of got to us was the fact that you 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 go on that emotional journey with them. Yeah. You know, and so it, you, it builds up your emotion as an audience. By the yeah. time we got to that point, oh, it was such a good scene. Yeah, I, it was so well acted. So well acted, so well like framed, directed. Like that's the yeah. Because where we were sat the first time, and I, I think they did it. I think they did it every show, every yes. seat. But definitely I think, yeah. where we we yeah. you couldn't on the whole like is this the face that launched? So yeah. So the you idea is that Faustus like sort of requests Helen of Troy quite late on in the twenty four years, really, like sort of requests Helen of Troy to be his wife yeah um and like sort of um and she, and so they kind of she gets brought on by mephistopheles 
and um, and he's already mid breakdown. You know what I mean? This is not Faustus when he's like, oh, this is absolutely lit. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> loving this. this. Is like, oh, I'm, I can I'm, do I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go harass a priest yeah. in a car. <laughs> this is a, this is a different Faustus. And like um, and she gets led on. And um, who was it that played um Helen? Sylvie. Sylvie. Uh, I really liked Sylvie the way that she did it. She was very good at it. Like she kind of she got led on. She just had a completely blank face. Sylvie Norman. Um, yes, Norman and it, Taylor. I, and she was like sort of like um, Mephistopheles had, had had her hand, and she just had this like simple white dress on. She was barefoot, um, and she was walked round to Faustus in a kind of like almost like a bridal procession, um, and we could see his face. Yes, we couldn't see her face. I thought it was very clever. Um, it was like sort of um, obviously there's the kind of there's the feminist standpoint, isn't there? You know what I mean? That like Faustus demands a wife, and yeah. it's Helen of Troy who's like a kind of a very gendered figure anyway you yeah. know what i mean in the kind of like sort of very sexualized figure no but like sort of um Faust uh, was so picky that he didn't pick you in the parade of wives why not yeah. can, I, can i just say how embarrassing this was sylvie came on in like a baby doll dress and like fishnets and, and high heels and uh, like they came on like fancy dresses yeah they and had like, like, i was there in, in my pajamas outfit. and my dress in rose's dressing gown and i said to nate i don't think she's tried hard enough she's not gonna win this no. one and did she, did she win no no <laughs> No, Faustus did not I, pick her. I had to, I had to go round sexily, in inverted commas, sexily dancing round. <laughs> I'm not a sexy person anyway. Was that in a dressing gown? In a dressing gown. Dressing gown and like <laughs> trainers and, oh and I know, I know, I saw your face, Nate. And the moment I came on and we started walking around, you were pissing yourself laughing <laughs> on the front row. Yeah. And I was there like, don't laugh at me. I'm trying my hardest. I'm in a dressing yeah. gown. Leave me alone. You know what, what you got? <laughs> done a, 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 a cheeky little like sort of you know with the kind of the the the, the, tap yes. the dressing gown. <laughs> no, a little like you know swing that about. You could have shimmied it off your shoulders. A little. You could have tried harder, Rachel, and you didn't. Oh dear, I really ought to do something, but I am already in my pajamas. <sighs> Yes, so it, like sort of like I was saying, from like the kind of the feminist standpoint, it's um, I thought it was very clever to have that be like sort of to make the audience aware of the fact that Faustus has demanded this woman, and then when she's brought, it's very unnerving because it's exactly what he demanded. It's a personalityless kind of like sort of like yeah, personless. It's it's like a, a doll. Yes, exactly, and, and like sort of, and that is that is unsettling yeah. to an audience to see like this real person be walked on as though she is a doll, and like you know, um, and that is the kind of the the classic Helen of Troy thing. Isn't it? You know, that's how people see someone, a character such as Helen of Troy. Yeah, um, like, and so it was uh, that was really, really like that directorial yeah. choice. But then in terms of the acting of it as well. Yes. So good. Yeah. So she got brought on, was led there, and then he kind of walked around her and he was like, This is the face of Launch Fathers and Ships. Um, and like sort of and we didn't get to see the face. No, but, but yeah. Clever. Clever, like sort of Sim- simple but yeah. a really good way to um, do it. Um but as well, um there was like sort of specifically the way he had played it. Yes. Was very clever because it went from like sort of having like sort of this kind of slight breakdown and like, you know, doubtfulness and I should have done this. And like, you know, he's tortured by all the kind of things that have happened and that he's like sort of lost and he's lost his mind a little bit. And then she comes on and it's almost something that like sort of should have happened in the first act. You know what I mean? Specifically the moment where he turns her back around slightly so she's side onto the audience um, and he kisses her hand yeah. and then he kisses it again and he stays there yeah. and he kind of starts crying. Well, yeah, uh, he, that's the thing where he's just, he knows that he's gone. Yeah. And and, and, on, and obviously sort of the, the thing of house is that the minute he signs the paper he's yeah, gone. Exactly. But that's, that's when he, I think, He's not clicks. always fully aware of it. Uh, the, uh, this is everything I should have wanted. Yes, that's what I'm, it was. That's what I'm trying to yeah get across. Yeah, and it's nothing. It, it's it, what he should. It's what he would have wanted before, and it's everything that he would. And he, then it's realised it's all meaningless. Yeah, yes. exactly. It can't, it can't be so materialistic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like sort of um and yeah, and so it's just I, I it, that's what I mean. It, that's what it's, it's a turning moment. This is what yeah. I'm talking about with that set of anarchist yeah. is that like it's that kind of moment where it goes from being something yeah. that is like sort of you know it's just a kiss on a hand. It's like he's kind of like sort of he's acting all in love with her, but then it yeah. becomes some really a really dark emotion comes yeah. out through it, and it's like this desperation, yeah. and he just like stays there and stays there, and it's like sort of really desperate, and then it, the hand gets taken away by Mephistopheles, and it's like oh, okay now I'm I'm yeah. gonna die, this is it, like yeah. that's over now. I I also love, and it's sort of a, it's just a thing about Fausta of like that what he actually does with it changes. Yeah, is that he starts out asking all the questions yes exactly it's about knowledge to actually get answers yeah and stuff. 
because the first thing is that oh like the the the, the is the quote of like doctor doctors can't raise the dead this is like yeah i can do more yeah with, yes and then it's just the form he has these grand ideas about it yeah definitely like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very very cliche yeah form, well exactly but like, it's in one that wrote the cliche you know? yeah like, exactly it's the original and it's like sort of yeah and i think like yeah it was really um i just i i, I really i thought it was a very it was a very good like to mention something which um you brought up rosa in our deep discussion after yes Masters, about the about touch and yes. physical right. space so I'll talk about um, Bava's Mephistopheles first yes. um, really liked it I could see exactly what she was talking about yeah. in the podcast um, in terms of her interpretation of it she wanted to make it a slightly I guess more human yeah. find the kind of like let, make less, less obviously evil um, she's just an incredible actress you know what I mean she's very good at like sort of um, she seems very comfortable on stage she knew exactly where to put her hands that kind of thing but she also she also did a one woman show so you yeah know exactly yes. but she also was very good at like kind of um, it created a different impression i think of the idea of mephistopheles to me because it was more like sort of everything was about this idea that she's in hell and she doesn't want to be yeah so the points where she gets angry or upset at faustus are because she feels she isn't a, he isn't appreciating it, the severity of this situation it, you know it's a, it's a personal slight yeah. to her it, mephistopheles in like that version of mephistopheles is just faustus yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah it's faustus at the end of the play but i think also just like slightly more like she can see she can see as the demon how unreasonable Faustus is and she doesn't really want to be there. You know what I mean? Mm. She's not particularly massively enthusiastic about the whole hell thing. No. She's like sort of, you know, she's like sort of, she's she's doing it. She's putting it on because she is actually, she's probably like sort of um, is inclined to that as a person and is also quite bitter. Yeah. But then in reality, a lot of her character is about like sort of, you know, I, ha I like sort of, I, I, I want to sign you up to this, but in a quite tender way, like, are you sure? But I did have before. Do you want to say something about it no, first? No, no. I did have a point um, that I felt I, I I felt like sort of is more an opinion of mine. Yeah. She was very passionate about this. I well, I, I've gone on about this, but like sort of, um, it's an opinion of mine. I wouldn't call it an objective observation. Yes. You know what I mean? But I felt that um, there was the um, so one of the like main relationships in it is Mephistopheles and Faustus yes. and it's very similar to the traditional like you know you look at Shakespeare plays that kind of servant master relationship comes up a lot you know mm -hmm. it's like sort of Ariel and Prospero it's Puck and Oberon yeah. and that is always a weirdly charged relationship you know what I mean it's like kind of like the slightly pederastic like older man younger man yeah. um, like sort of like you know um, like sort of like calling him like sort of lots of like um like diminutives or like sort of like sweet names you know what i mean like sort of like you know sweet mephistopheles and like yeah. sort of like my dearest mephistopheles that kind of thing. i don't think you said my dearest but you know you yeah, get the yeah, picture you know mm. um and like sort of like and so and there's an interesting like you know like like mephistopheles will say like sort of like you know like get angry at faustus for going back on things and there's a, there's a, there's a personal rather than a business relationship yeah. going on there as well you know what i mean they are like sort of their main interaction is with each other yes um i didn't feel they touched at all they didn't touch at all no. Um, and that is important for me I think to watch I think that like sort of you know the, the visual cues are important yeah. and I felt that the the way that they kind of what could have elevated that relationship between the two of them and um, brought Mephistopheles character into it I felt could have been more touch you know there could have been more familiarity there um, which would have created more of a tension between the two of them There's mo there was a moment even like you know even just like hold like holding Mephistopheles hand and going oh sweet Mephistopheles I'm so sorry for getting angry at you you know what I mean yeah. if you're apologising for getting angry at, like angry at the character yeah. then there's obviously some kind of tenderness there you know what I mean yeah. so build on that tenderness with just a little bit of physical interaction because yeah. everybody has physical interactions with each other you know what I mean I'm not a massively touchy-feely but I feel like I still like sometimes will touch someone on the shoulder you know yeah and you were also saying how it, it was odd that they didn't Mephistopheles and Faustus didn't touch yes. but Lucifer and Faustus touched a lot they did yeah. they and did because I didn't notice it really until Lucifer came on stage yeah. Stephen Ledger as Lucifer and he came on stage and immediately had his arm around Faustus and like ran his hand along his shoulder you know and there's like obviously a different power dynamic there but it's a similar power you know what I mean mm. like Faustus may, like, may have more of the power as like with Mephistopheles being his servant but there's a, like an interesting push and pull there yeah. in that he like Mephistopheles is controlling him and so were... you could do that with touch yeah. If they were both going to have an element of touch in it, with yeah. Lucifer and Faustus, yes. and Lucifer and Faustus, it should be done, but done in very different ways. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I just don't think you can have if you accept that like people aren't going to touch Faustus, right? That they are like demons in his head, and they don't like ever actually touch him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then he can't touch Sylvie, and he can't touch um, Lucifer. 
You know, it's like sort of, yeah. it's, I, I didn't, I, I felt that you can't have like Lucifer, like, cause that, that, that added to then the dynamic yeah. with Lucifer because it's like, there's a, there's an element of physical intimidation there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of, I know that that character of Lucifer was supposed to be quite sexual Lucifer, but it's like kind of, <laughs> oh, um, we know. <laughs> but, oh, we know. And it's probably like, you know, like, like, they've acted in a play before, you know what I mean? And they're more comfortable yeah. being in each other's circles. Which definitely was an element to it, but that but shouldn't have affected it. You can build on being in yeah. people's circles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was, that was all I'd say. As like a, a point for improvement with the entire play it wasn't really the fault of anyone um it was more just a thing that could have like elevated it a little bit yeah. more i felt um, um did you want to say something about stephen ledger's costume ah just you know i just found it really funny it was giving like, like young adult yes it was, heartthrob in like yeah. sort of from like sort of you he's, know when you were like the, a teenager yeah, he, he's the what he's he, he was dressed like yeah like the YA bad boy yeah one. yeah yeah he, like the brooding YA bad yeah. boy he had like black eyeliner does, around his he eyes does, he, does, he, he had like docks and like a waistcoat like a black waistcoat so even that was like that that's yeah. so like my yeah. lower teenage years was what people were wearing you know, you know what I mean you know what we're talking about with um so our friend is the pharaoh in Joseph yes it's kind of that kind of vibe yeah, well. yeah. it's like and it's like honestly you know like if the reason yeah. if like Faustus like sold his soul to Lucifer, I think like a, 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 a like a silver beringed Lucifer wearing black eyeliner when I was like thirteen would also have like, you know what I mean? Yeah, there, there are worse ways to sell your soul to Faustus heaven. is no worse than thirteen year old me. Yeah, I valid. <laughs> you know what? I've gone back on it. I've gone back on it. Forget everything I said about Faustus. Faustus is valid. He is he's no weaker oh. than a teenage girl. Um. <laughs> Like, it's know. so like kind of it's so oh twilight it was yeah, so it was twilight so you know it was, so twilight. it was really it was really fun but um, it worked it, it worked, worked. Well. oh no it worked. and also he did a fantastic performance he would have know? won the wife competition um oh, 100%. <laughs> excuse me it would have been sloth in the dressing room yeah no hottest by far um no i just thought i just thought i would say something about the costume because <laughs> it's very like sort of yeah i think Amy. i don't know like I, I don't know if like if we were, were all twilight heads when we were 13 but i bro i was no. and so i um yeah that it spoke to me and then the one last thing on like i felt that hillbead was the right place for yes. it to be yeah. because yeah. the cademan hall like represent like so much represented what they were trying to do you know yeah. it's the intimate space so you're in his mind but it's like the kind of the, the the kind of the hugeness of it the vastness of it is like the whole you know what i mean yeah and there was all like weird it, spooky noises yeah. like because it's like an old hall yeah that just worked with it you know great yeah man great play great play 10 out of 10 on that note uh let's go let's go home um yeah so always get in touch with us our like sort of forms are always open so our Instagram, if you haven't already followed it, if not, why not? Why not? We're at 100 followers. Oh Pune. my gosh. Uh, behind underscore the underscore curtain underscore pod and follow the link tree link on there and link it has the links to all of our episodes. It's got our beautiful faces on it. It's got our beautiful faces, links to our episodes and also link to a Google form which you can fill out if you want to feature on the podcast yes. as well. Or Perfect. Contact us. Perfecto. Okay, well. Um... So long, farewell. So um, long, we, we can't, farewell. We can't and this is what my entire extended family sings whenever anyone leaves the bar of a nighttime when we're on holiday. <laughs> Every single person that goes to the point that it gets frustrating. Your family people, just you it, it, it gets to the point sort of that, that you you stay longer in the bar because somebody's just left and you don't want to have everyone have to do another round <laughs> of so long farewell. <laughs> So you have to end on a on a barbershop you know, in my barbershop concert castle last two days ago. Oh no, it's a man. Bring me a dream. Bum 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Send it. Please turn on your magic beam Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream Purple Radio Podcasts Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast For more great content and to listen live Head to purpleradio.co.uk